sweet tooth. Do you want to go get some ice cream over there? That would be... Let's do it. the nail on the head. Okay. <laughs> How are you? Oh. You got some good ice cream. What do we have first? here? A Dove bar. Dove bar. Oh, Dove. I love that's a, Dove. That's a good old State Department special. I'll have a Dove bar, too. So, I know you like Forrest Gump. <laughs> a little bit. Does this remind you? You've lived a life a little bit like Forrest Gump. I've had some Forrest Gump moments. God, every time I'm around here, I always think of him. Sorry, people. Why would we start your Monday morning with state-run propaganda from the televised mental institution known as MSNBC with chronic liar Jen Psaki and evil globalist John Kerry? I don't know why we would do that. Who's in charge around here? It really makes you wonder. I'm Dave Rubin. This is the Rubin Report. It's April 24th, 2023. We're live streaming on Rumble, YouTube, and Locals. I just have to say one thing. I just busted this shirt out. It's a new shirt. Something's a little crazy with the collar, but we were in a mad dash today. The The boys are both a uh, little, little under the weather, so I was doing... I was doing daddy duty and I did not have time to change my shirt. So bear, I look like a, like a mafia guy that just like did a hit. And now I'm going to the restaurant after and they're going to be like, why is this color all, you know, you got it. We got a post game show for you. RubenReport.Locals.com immediately after the show. And it is a haywire week around here. We're going to be doing a bunch of pre-tapes because in a couple days I leave for a long trip. Going to be gone for about, uh, what is it, 14, 15 days uh, going to Israel and Hungary. We're going to be doing a bunch of uh, live events and I'm doing some speaking gigs and we're going to go to the holy sites and the governmental buildings and all of the stuff that one can do when one is out across the globe. Uh, and we're going to be putting up tons of content. We're pre-taping a bunch of stuff and interviews and all that. So bear with us. Uh, but I am very excited for this trip and, and it sounds like a lot of good things are going to come of it. So stay tuned on all that. And uh, the theme today is about lying and the lying liars who tell the lies because they are basically everywhere at this point, whether it is AOC who lies about everything, whether it is cringe Jean-Pierre who lies about everything, or unfortunately, uh, whether it's Donald Trump who seems to have veered into a place where now he wants to lie about everything. And regardless of whether you're a Democrat or Republican, a, a liberal or a conservative, uh, if we all just decide that lying is how we're going to do this thing, then we will all what are we going to do? You know, we are all going to go on that slow descent to hell together. And it seems like a whole bunch of people really want to take us there. So I'm going to try to punch some holes in some of the lies today because there's been a, an awful lot of them. And I'm going to try to do it in a bipartisan manner because they're coming from the left and the right. And then, of course, as you know, because uh, I don't just like focusing on the negative, uh, we're going to focus a bit on how you combat the lies. And, you know, with the truth, if you walk straight through, sure, it's hot. People are throwing things at you, saying mean things to you on Twitter. But I think on the other side, uh, it can get a bit better, this collar. Jesus. Uh, before we do any of that, let me talk to you guys about Birch Gold. You know, inflation has its consequences. As the Fed raises interest rates to combat out-of-control government spending, long-term bonds have diminished in value, crippling banks. 
Depositors are holding their breath and investors are bailing on bank stocks. Diversification has never been more important. The recent surge in gold prices is directly tied to extreme market volatility right now, which is why gold has been historically fantastic uh, as a hedge against the stock market and against inflation. Now would be a great time to diversify into gold with Birch Gold Group. Birch Gold makes it easy to convert an IRA or 401k into an IRA in precious metals. Here's what you got to do. Visit birchgold.com slash Dave to get a free info kit on gold. They'll help you convert your IRA or 401k that's tied to a volatile market into an IRA in physical precious metals, gold and silver. And the best part, it's tax shelter. Visit birchgold.com slash Dave to claim your free info kit on gold today with an A plus uh, rating with the Better Business Bureau, thousands of happy customers and countless five-star reviews. Birch Gold is who you can trust to protect your future. That's birchgold.com slash Dave. And now back to me. Okay, let's get into the lying liars and the lies that they tell. Here is LARPing New York Congresswoman AOC. And uh, she doesn't like it that people are allowed to say things that she doesn't like. And she wants to step on the First Amendment to stop them from saying such things. And I believe that we leave to the courts to solve issues that politics is really supposed to solve, that our legislating is supposed to solve. We have very real issues with um, what is permissible on air. And we saw that with January 6th. Mm -hmm. And we saw that in the lead up to January 6th and how we navigate questions, not just of freedom of speech, but also accountability for incitement of violence. These are, this is the line that we have to really explore through law as well. And do you think media organizations or social media platforms should be accountable for the role for, for being platforms for incitement? I believe that when it comes to broadcast television, like Fox News, these are subject to, to federal law, federal regulation in terms of what's allowed on air and what isn't. And when you look at what Tucker Carlson and some of these other folks on Fox do, it is very, very clearly incitement of violence, very clearly incitement of violence. and. That is the line that I think we have to uh, be willing to contend with. Okay, so I want to speak very clearly because that's what AOC does. So I want to speak very, very clearly. AOC should be impeached. I know no one will have the balls to do it, but AOC as a sitting congresswoman is attacking the Constitution, the very thing she swore to protect, right? When they take that oath of office, we played it for you last week. Even her, communist AOC, did take the oath of office. She kept looking down while she was doing it because it was killing her soul to have to say that she was gonna protect the Constitution. But remember, this is the second time in two weeks she has had a direct assault on our Constitution. Last week, she was telling the Biden administration that they should ignore the court ruling when it came to this abortion pill. Now, it simply does not matter what your opinion on abortion is or whether they should ever be legal or when they should be legal or the woman's right to privacy or any of those things. That's a separate issue altogether and we can debate that till we're blue in the face. But a sitting member of Congress telling 
So she's in the legislative branch telling the head of the executive branch, the president, that he should ignore something from the judicial branch. That's the Supreme Court. Uh, that strikes me as a, as a blatant and gross violation of her oath of office. Her oath of office is to protect the Constitution, not to shred it. And then in this case, what is she doing? She is going directly after the First Amendment. She does not want Fox News hosts or certainly people who watch Fox News or any of you or me to be able to exercise their right to free speech. Specifically, she's going after Tucker and saying that Tucker has very clearly, very clearly uh, incited violence. Now, we spent some time this morning, as we often do, looking for those videos where Tucker said, go attack the Capitol, burn down buildings, attack police officers, et cetera, et cetera. Now, ironically, uh, well, of course, we couldn't find it. Uh, but ironically, uh, during the summer of love, remember when the leftists and BLM and Antifa were burning down buildings and pet boys and targets and mayhem on the streets, uh, AOC and Maxine Waters and the rest of the Democrats, Lori Lightfoot, et cetera, were basically for it and saying, get up in people's faces. And, you know, if you destroy property, that's not actually violence. And the rest of it, words are violence. Burning down a pet boy is not violence. So she has had two, within two weeks, two absolute direct assaults in violation of her oath of office. So we can either start being serious people to get out of this endless descent to hell and someone can say something to her like, you got to roll this stuff back or you're going to get impeached or we will just continue. Now, obviously, the Democrats are basically all for this, and I don't think the Republicans have the balls to do it. I will, I will gladly talk to uh, Kevin McCarthy next time I see him and ask him about that. Now, obviously, the Republicans alone wouldn't have enough votes. I think it would be two-thirds of Congress, if I'm not mistaken. But just the exercise of doing it, we will not sit back while you attack the founding documents that you were sworn to protect. But okay, let's continue on the liar train. Cringe Jean-Pierre, who took over for Jen Psaki, uh, she is now the White House press secretary. This woman should be studied by scientists. She can't say anything true. You thought Psaki couldn't say anything true. Every now and again, Psaki would leak a little truth accidentally. Remember Psaki, oh, we, uh, we do flag posts for Facebook. She didn't really mean to say it, but she kind of leaked it out. This one, Corinne Jean-Pierre, she is so in over her head. She was obviously a diversity hire. She's a black lesbian. I don't care about this, her skin color or her sexuality, but that's why they hired her. It's as simple as that. Here she is 100% lying about Florida's don't say gay. I also want to say a word about the decision yesterday made by the Florida Board of Education to expand the state's dystopian don't say gay law. As this measure takes effect, it will prohibit all students up to seniors in high school from learning about our learning about or discussing LGBTQI plus people in the classrooms. Teachers in Florida have already faced the devastating consequences of the existing law. Under threat of having their licenses revoked, gay teachers have been forced to take down pictures of their spouses from their desks and censor their classroom materials. Censoring our classes is not how public education is supposed to work in a free country. Conservative politicians love to complain about the so-called cancel culture, all while threatening teachers with losing their jobs if they teach something that the MAGA extremists don't agree with. 
get help, you lying sack of, ugh, these people. It's only Monday. Uh, okay, let's just go through it. There is no assault on LGBTQI people here in Florida. Please show me what teachers have been fired for doing any of these things. It is simply not true. This idea that a teacher can't have a picture of their spouse or boyfriend or girlfriend on their desk, completely not true. Actually, Community Notes, which is Twitter's new crowdsourced uh, fact-checking uh, system, they completely blew her apart on this. It's completely not true. There is obviously nothing in the bill for that. Uh, you cannot talk about sex and gender and sexuality outside of the disciplines, say health class, where it should be taught. You are, it's not that a social studies class can't, when it's teaching about civics, talk about uh, the Supreme Court ruling on gay marriage. It's an absolute abject lie. Ugh. And also this idea that, that classes and teachers and, and schools can't censor at all. Now, I'm not for censorship, but there are some things we shouldn't be teaching. Should we be teaching Nazism? In schools, now ironically, what the woke want to teach is far closer to Nazism. It's race, essentiali race essentialism. Uh, they, so they sort of do want to teach their own version of Nazism. But obviously you can teach about the Nazis without teaching about Nazism as the, the philosophic uh, point. Lies, lies, all they do is lie. And you know what guys, lies are bad. Lies are bad. And there's a guy I know who talks about that an awful lot. So if you say things that you know not to be true, or you don't say things that you know to be true when you need to, which is more common, and if you act in ways that you consider, that in, act in ways you consider reprehensible, then you pathologize all of those autonomous systems that guide you. It's like you're programming them badly. You're building an AI system inside yourself, really, and, and in some sense, that is what you're doing, that has very bad, it's very bad training data. And so the output it produces will be, will won't guide you properly. And so you don't want to pathologize your guidance systems. It's a really bad idea. So that's why you have to not lie. And maybe that's also why you have to say what you have to say. And you have to say it clearly as well. And you have to learn how to do that. Yeah, you do. You don't want to pathologize your guidance system, but that's what these people have done. They've lied about so many things for so long. Donald Trump, very fine people on both sides, Russia hoax, Jesse Smollett, Covington kids, Brett Kavanaugh's a serial rapist, like all of the stuff. America's systemically racist. We could do this all day long. They lie about everything. And what Jordan talks about, it's not just the active lies. If you censor yourself, if you do not say what you know to be true, first off, you acquiesce to them. You give them more air. You give them more fuel to keep moving on you. But you also have a corrosive effect on yourself, right? One of the things Jordan would often talk about when we were on tour together, people would ask him, this, this question came up constantly. I get this at college events a lot now too, is kids would say, you know, I'm a, I'm a freshman or sophomore in college and, you know, I'm not a leftist, but my teacher, if I write a paper and I don't say exactly what the teacher wants, I'm not going to get the good grade and then I'm not going to get into grad school. And if I don't get into grad school, I'm not going to get the job I want. If I don't get the job I want, I'm not going to get the house I want. Blah, blah. And Jordan would always say, you know, if you as a freshman are willing to lie or not say what you think on a paper or in a class or when you raise your hand and the teacher calls on you or whatever it is, it'll be kind of easy to do the first couple times you do it, right? It'll be just, you'll just do it. And then as time goes by, you will completely forget that person, the person who was conflicted about it at first, right? You will just have given up 
And if you think it's hard to fight the power when you're a freshman in college because you want that grade, because you want grad school and everything else, just imagine, do you think you're going to get out into the real world and suddenly start telling the truth? Oh, now I've got a car payment and mortgages and a spouse and kids and a dog and a whole bunch of other stuff. You think you're going to suddenly start telling the truth? It ain't how it is. We have to stop playing this game. And look, guys, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that I've never lied. Obviously, I have. Obviously, I have. I really try not to. I really try not to. And there's a difference between outright, outrageous lies, white lies to protect somebody's feelings or whatever it might be. But you, you get the point. You get the point. And now I'm going to connect that to much, uh, a much bigger thing that's happening, I think, sort of in the country right now. But before I do, let me talk to you guys about Patriot Supply real quick. Uh, guys, are you concerned about having enough food in case of a sudden emergency? Grocery stores can get stripped bare within hours. If you don't have backup food on your hand, you might be finding yourself relying on the government. You don't want that. My Patriot Supply is making a special offer to help everyone prepare now for what could be coming. Act now and you'll get a three-month emergency food kit plus a free water filtration system so you can have clean water to drink and cook with. Your My Patriot Supply three-month food kit gives you a wide variety of delicious meals and it provides over 2,000 calories a day, which is highly important for keeping up your strength and energy. Order today and get your free gravity-powered water filtration system a $279 value. As a bonus gift, the food and your free water filter are all shipped to your doorstep in discreet boxes with free shipping included as well. Go to preparewithruben.com, preparewithruben.com, and now back to me. Okay, so what do we do about the lies, guys? Because they're coming in every direction. And as I keep saying, the woke are not going to stop lying. The mainstream media is not going to stop lying. The politicians across the board are not going to stop uh, are not going to stop lying and we got to do something about it. Now, the first thing that I think we can do uh, is call them out for it. And before I do this segment, because we're going to start talking about Trump a little bit, and I know, I know the haters are ready and the people that are upset with me are ready. I just want to say, you are welcome to go back to my videos of three months ago, right? And three months ago, what was I saying almost every day? I would like Trump and DeSantis to sit down at Mar-a-Lago, close doors, we don't even have to know about the meeting and figure it out, right? Figure it out. Now, that obviously did not happen. There is a case to be made for Trump. Trump is not making that case. Trump has decided to go all in uh, when it comes to lying about DeSantis. A couple of weeks ago, he was a globalist and a rhino, and he was funded by George Soros, and he sexually harassed a girl in college. He floated that for about a week, and his surrogates floated that for about a week. It did not work. Now he's trying to make it seem like DeSantis wasn't good on COVID, which to me, when I saw this, we'll get to the, the, the statement, in a few minutes, when I saw this statement that Trump put out on Friday, it felt personal to me. I have moved my family here, two companies here, about 20 people who I admire and love who are all flourishing. You all know all the greatness about Florida, but now it's, and he lives in Florida and two of his kids moved to Florida during COVID and all his grandkids here, his whole family lives here. He knows it's all not true, but he's throwing everything he's got, everything he's got and none of it's true and we just, if you love Trump, if you still think Trump is the best and he got cheated and he's the only one that can fight the deep state, you have to think about it for yourself. Do you want to be all in on someone who will do anything, including lying, including endless lying? And I get politicians are liars, but like absolute 180 reverse of truth stuff. We're all going to have to decide that. So let's let's get into it now. Uh, here's Trump a couple days ago uh, talking to the Nelk boys uh, about Florida. And it's just it's just nonsense. It's just nonsense. Why do you think he's what like besides that? Because he's done a pretty good job with Florida. You agree? 
Why, why do you think you're a better choice than DeSantis? Well, actually, if you look at the numbers, he didn't do a great job. If you take a look at the numbers, he's very high on crime, very high, right at the top, uh, almost at the top. Uh, he, I think he gets good publicity, although now people are starting because I'm putting out the COVID numbers. He didn't do well on COVID. He had more deaths than almost every country in Florida. I hate to say it because Florida's my state. But he had he did not have he did not do well. It's it's really it's very interesting. I don't want to knock anybody, but the thing he did well on is public relations because uh, the numbers weren't what uh, they pretended to be. With all of that being said, when you help somebody, I believe in loyalty. You just don't do what he did. Now he's out campaigning. I assume he's going to run, but I think the numbers are so bad now that a lot of people are assuming that he won't run. And uh, would you consider him like to be your running mate? I don't, I, I don't see it. I mean, I don't see it. There's just so much nonsense there. Look, we've played the videos before and I'm sure we'll play them again. I didn't feel like doing it today. There are a million videos of Trump all throughout COVID praising DeSantis, right? He's the best, he's keeping the state open. I love the guy. I wish Michigan could be more like Florida, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, the numbers also, you know, the numbers of deaths, first off, Florida has the second oldest population, right? What's the joke about Florida, right? You guys know this, this, is, this is where people go to die. This is, this is Golden Girls country. Uh, now it happens to be uh, <laughs> getting much younger and it's flourishing in the business, but you have to blend controlling people's lives with safety. Uh, so it's just an absolute lie about the numbers. Also, we have good weather here. So you open up earlier, people get out and about. Uh, does Trump want to start talking about the fact that he was the one that pushed for warp speed and now his own base, which is the most anti-vax people out there, uh, all or many of them got injected or were forced to get injected or were friends or spouses with someone who got forced to be injected and mandates and all of the stuff. So he's just lying about Florida. And again, Two of his kids moved down here with their children during COVID. His whole family lives down here. You can find a million videos. Again, I, I don't want to be gratuitous about this, which is why I'm trying to do this in, in some kind of measured way. But you can find a gajillion videos of Don Jr., who I'm friends with, and, and I hope he's not pissed at me. You can find videos of him talking about how great Florida is. You can find videos. You could. It was my my own show where he opened for me at, uh, at the West Palm Beach uh, improv that we did an hour on how freaking great Florida is. So it's just nonsense. But okay, let's just keep going with this. Because a couple days ago, uh, Donald Trump got a several, uh, it's, I think it's about a dozen uh, Florida Congress people who are endorsing him together at Mar-a-Lago. So here's a picture from Corey Mills, Representative Corey Mills. And he wrote, great dinner last night at Mar-a-Lago with President Trump and members of the Florida delegation. Honored to be part of this great team. And here are Florida members who seemingly are supporting uh, Donald Trump for president. That event was on Thursday night. On Friday morning, after 12, Florida Congress people endorsed him and went to dinner with him, right? It's all set. It's a setup in that we're going to have dinner and post a picture like this is we're going to do some PR now. The very next morning, Trump threw them all under the bus because he put out a statement that was railing against Florida and in essence about the work that all of these people have done. So he just, he talks about loyalty. I know Trump talks about loyalty, uh, even though everyone that he's ever fired or worked with is an idiot and a buffoon and a moron and everything else. Uh, he then put out a statement in the morning, basically throwing all those people under the bus. I'll get to the statement 
in a moment, but now I want to read you just a little piece from uh, my friend and columnist and several Ruben, several time Rubin Report guest, Carol Markowitz in the New York Post. Um, here she's talking about Trump and, and what he's been doing uh, on the Florida front. A leftist think tank called Florida, one of the most expensive states to live in. A leftist organization noted Florida is one of the worst places to work. She, what she's referencing here, guys, uh, is the, the Trump statement. Uh, because Trump really went off on Florida and she's debunking some of the nonsense. Yet over 700,000 people have moved to Florida in the last few years and they keep on coming. Someone let them know leftists and Donald Trump think Florida is super bad. On Thursday, a number of Florida members of Congress who had endorsed the president's reelection campaign, even after he recently said that Democrats like Charlie Crist also did a great job in the state, stood grinning for a picture at Mar-a-Lago. The very next day, they were forced to answer whether they too believe Florida, and this is Trump's words, continues to tumble into complete and total delinquency and destruction. All of this is a lie. DeSantis's wins in Florida are celebrated because he has taken smart conservative policies and in implemented them well to wild acclaim in what used to be a purple state, but is under his leadership now reliably red. It's what winning looks like. Donald Trump supporters need to ask themselves, how much of that are they willing to sacrifice to defend their guy and why? Okay, again, guys, you know, it's funny. On the, on the, in the locals community, I put up posts that are just for our, for our locals paying members. And on Friday morning, before this Trump statement, I was taking a walk with Clyde and I put up a little video asking the, everybody sort of philosophically, uh, how I should be doing this this Trump DeSantis thing because first off again DeSantis has not announced yet um, I voted for Trump as I said I like him personally I'm not trying to make everyone crazy about politics it's the reverse of how I do this show right so what do I do with this and at the end of the day it's like look if DeSantis was lying about everything I would be calling out him out about it DeSantis pushed through this six-week abortion thing I don't agree with it. I was fine with the 15 week thing. I have no problem saying that, but I don't think we can let these lies go, go, uh, go unanswered. And it's not just the lies. It's that now he's going after the most successful conservative place, probably in the world, the place that is the most uh, defensive of freedom and of the American dream, the citadel of freedom, right? That's what DeSantis calls it. And that's what Trump is willing to do on his personal quest for power, which is odd because he used to really like Florida and Ron DeSantis. A governor like Ron DeSantis of Florida is doing a great job. We're in a place called Florida and we have a great governor. A great governor knows exactly what he's doing. Terrific job. He just announced that the schools will be open in the fall. Governor of Florida, Ron DeSantis, has done a... Uh, a spectacular job in Florida. Governor Ron DeSantis doing a fantastic job. Enjoys very high popularity, and that's for a reason. The reason is he's doing a good job. The governor's done a great job. Florida is down low now in the China virus. He's done a lot of things right. And you're open, and you didn't close, and you're it's just amazing, right? It's great. A lot of people agree with what he's done. Ron DeSantis of Florida, the governor, doing a fantastic job in Florida. Your governor, Ron DeSantis, who's turned out to be just incredible, and the coronavirus you see is going down rapidly. Proportionately, relatively, when you look at your nursing home situation, uh, it's a tribute to your 
governor and government, uh, the job they've done. You've done a really great job, and you have a very big nursing home population. You've done a fantastic mm -hmm. job. Well, I have a lot of confidence in Ron DeSantis, a lot of faith in Ron DeSantis to make the right decision. He's been doing a great job and working very hard. He's a great governor. He's done an incredible job, and he's doing a great job as governor. We have a great job. Ron DeSantis, great governor of Florida. He's been a fantastic governor for Florida. They're very happy with him. Ron's doing a great job. One of the greatest governors in our country, and I know a lot of good ones, and I can tell you there's some really bad ones, too. But this is a great one, Governor Ron DeSantis. Governor just said to me at the end, maybe he's talking about a different Ron DeSantis. Like, do you get it, guys? Do you get it? Trump knows these are all lies. Like, you really need to understand, two weeks ago, Trump is calling him a globalist and a rhino. Uh, he's calling him disloyal just a few days ago. Now he's calling him bad on COVID. It's just an abject lie. And you have to decide. All of us have to decide. Again, me as someone who voted for Trump, and if Trump is the nominee, I likely end up voting for him again. But like, we all have to decide, is this what we're gonna do? And then we, and then we wonder why we're in endless destruction and we live in a world where, where truth doesn't mean anything and we don't know the difference between boys and girls and everything else. Well, truth, it's vital to the, to the human experience and it's connected to everything. And if we just let a certain set of people lie all the time, we will get screwed by those lies too, right? If you, it's, it's like a tar pit, the dinosaurs in the tar pits. It, and one dinosaur jumps in, then another dinosaur is trying to eat that dinosaur. He jumps in, next thing you know, he's sinking in the tar pits too. And we all end up as fossils. It does not end up well. So yes, there is a million other, there are a million other videos of Trump praising DeSantis. He knows he's not a globalist. He knows he didn't have an affair with a 16 year old. He knows he's not disloyal. And who has Trump ever been loyal to? And he, and he knows he wasn't bad on COVID. As a matter of fact, he knows this is the best place in the country right now because of the COVID policies and all the people that have uh, fled here. But since Trump wants to play dirty, how about we just go to some of Trump's own words? Because Trump was big on lockdowns and not happy when governors uh, fought against them and tried to open up. We did the right thing. We closed the country down. Could have kept it open. And I could have done what some countries are doing. I had to shut it down. We did the right thing. I thought of keeping it open. And we did just the right thing. We closed it down. And a group of very smart people walk in and say, sir, we have to close it. And we did the right thing. They can't do anything without the approval of the president of the United States. Even the Democrats aren't blaming me for that. We had to close it up. Some people wish we never closed it down. We did the right thing. We closed it. It's a decision for the president of the United States. We did the right thing. We had to close it up because nobody's ever heard of closing down a country, let alone the United States of America. We had to turn off the airlines. We had to turn off everything. And we did the right thing. A lot of people have thought about it. Write it out. Don't do anything. Just write it out and think of it as the flu. But it's not the flu. It's vicious. We basically shut down our country. No, we did the right thing. We had to close it down. The president of the United States calls the shots. And we had to close it down. We did the right thing. They're not working in offices. They're not in airplanes together. And we did close up. We had to close it up. And we did the right thing. We closed it down. We did the right thing. We closed it up. We were told to got to shut it down. Stop it. Tell everyone to stay home because of this horrible virus. And we did that. We had to artificially close our country. We've done this right. And we, we really, we really have done this right. That so we did the right thing. Everything we did was right. Okay, so you watching this, if you still love Donald Trump, and I get it, I get it, 
He, he has vengeance in mind. He has all the money in the world, so maybe he could correct his mistakes of last time and everything else. Are, are you afraid to challenge him on that? Like, does it bother you that I'm playing that video, right? Like, you gotta think about that. Why does it? He screwed up an awful lot of shit, and I grant a huge leash on this. What do I always say about COVID? I grant everyone the one-month leash, for sure, two weeks to flatten the curve, and then everyone gets, like, a little more of a curve. But he was calling for shutdowns and fighting with governors and everything way after that one month period, right? So while he's ranting and raving about DeSantis being the worst, who he used to say was the best, uh, he might want to look in a mirror. So how about Donald Trump? If you're going to tell the truth, if you're Mr. Truth Teller, how about, boy, I, I did screw that up. You know, maybe I shouldn't have listened to those experts like Fauci and Burks, uh, right? Maybe I shouldn't have pushed through warp speed. Maybe I should have stuck to my guns more. Maybe I should have given more power to the states. Again, I'm only bringing any of this up because he is relentlessly lying. And, and I just won't stand for it. I can't explain why exactly. I also think there's a weird thing going on with uh, the people that are, that are against Trump, that everyone's afraid of something when it comes to Trump, but nobody knows what, right? Like people are, at, I think they're afraid of the mob because there is an angry Twitter mob and everything. But it's like, if you're the most hardcore Trump supporter, most likely you are unvaxxed, as I said earlier. You were certainly against mandates. You didn't want the country to lock down. You, you're not happy about warp speed. You're not happy about Fauci and a whole bunch more. Do you think he should be held to account on that? Is that a little swampy that he was listening to all of those people, et cetera, et cetera? And yes, guys, it's not just the month of COVID. Here he is, April 15th, 2020. But there are many states out there that are looking at this and they're reviewing it and they're saying, we shouldn't be even included in this. You know, there are some that want to open up almost now. Now, if we disagree with it, we're not going to let them open. We're not going to let them open. If some governor said, you know, has a lot of problems, a lot of cases, a lot of death, and they want to open early, we're not going to let it happen. Okay, I don't even know that the president has the authority or had the authority to not let a state open. A state can decide what to do for itself. And thank God for that. Thank God for federalism and the fact that Kirstie Noem in South Dakota and Ron DeSantis here in Florida and, and a bunch of other Republican governors fought the federal government, fought Donald Trump. Actually, Brian Kemp fought Donald Trump because Brian Kemp in Georgia was trying to open up and Trump was not happy about it because, well, he was listening to Fauci. I told the governor of Georgia, Brian Kemp, that I disagree strongly with his decision to open certain facilities which are in violation of the phase one guidelines. I would advise him not to just turn the switch on and go. Would I do that? No, I'd keep him a little longer. I want to protect people's lives. And I went to Deborah and Dr. Fauci and other people and they weren't thrilled about it. I think it's too soon. And I don't want this thing to flare up because you're deciding to do something that is not in the guidelines. There is a danger of a rebound. They can wait a little bit longer, just a little bit. If you ask me, am I happy about it? I'm not happy about it. Safety has to predominate, and I'm not happy about Brian Kemp. There are some that want to open up almost now. If we disagree with it, we're not going to let them open. But I didn't like to see spas at this early stage, nor did the doctors. Going ahead and leapfrogging into phases where you should not be, I would advise him as a health official and as a physician not to do that. Told him. I want to reiterate one point. You might be watching this going, Dave, this is a little gratuitous. It's easy to play Monday morning quarterback and blah, 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 blah. I think there's some truth to that. But again, where is Trump saying, man, I screwed up all of that stuff, right? Because everyone knows he did, in, in my opinion. Now we should have never done anything 
about COVID, right? I regret that I ever put on a mask, okay? But two weeks after, or, you know, basically the two weeks to, lot, to flatten the curve and blah, 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 I was fighting the whole damn thing. The point is, you're allowed, Trump, if you have, if you have any humility or if you really, again, you're supposed to be the hardcore uh, truth teller, why not be like, I really did get bamboozled by these guys. I really screwed up, blah, blah, blah. Instead, you're focused on the guy who did it better than you because I really think that they're seeing some crazy poll numbers. I really do. I, I don't, I, the poll numbers, it's hard to make sense of what's going on here. I've always said that about polls in general. I think it's getting more complex because of the internet and all of that. But He's freaking out over DeSantis, and he damn well should. It's, it's, it's as simple as that. But you know he's not freaking out about, and he's had some nice things to say. We played a clip last week. Gavin Newsom. Well, here he is praising Gavin Newsom. This is from before two weeks ago, but Trump kind of likes Gav. You know, little, little man crush. You look at what's going on in California where they're doing a fantastic job. They really are. The governor's doing great. I'm proud of him. I've gotten very friendly with Gavin Newsom. He's done a very good job here. I watched... Uh, What's been happening in California with Governor Newsom and uh, this morning with Governor Cuomo, and uh, I applaud them. They're taking very strong, bold steps, and I applaud them. We agree on the coronavirus, and uh, on that we got along very well. And Our relationship began earlier than most, and so from that perspective, all I can say is, from my perspective, the relationship has been strong. It's done a really... A terrific job in California. Well, we've gotten along very well, Gavin Newsom. We've gotten very well with regard to uh, COVID-19, as we call it. Uh, in that respect, he's been fantastic, and we've been fantastic, and he said very generous things. Yeah, California, by the way, also doing a very good job. Governor Newsom. Yeah, I'm going to meet with the governor right now, Gavin Newsom. We've worked very well together. Guys, I literally, and everyone in this room, literally fled California because of its endless lockdowns and because of the crime that was running rampant and all of the other stuff that which was connected to COVID, the riots and everything else. And we moved to the free state of Florida. But you may remember Donald Trump sat down with Tucker Carlson, what was it, about a week ago and said that he couldn't really criticize Gavin during COVID because Gavin was really nice to him. So it made it hard to hit him. No, there you go. There you go. He's literally praising probably the worst guy on COVID. And now he's attacking the guy who is the best on COVID. But how about a little bit more? Just teeny tiny. Come with me on this train ride. Just a little bit more. Uh, here's a 2020 campaign ad for Donald Trump. I think he may regret airing this one. The president has listened to what I have said and what the other people on the task force have said the first and only time that i went in and said we should do mitigation strongly the response was yes we'll do it and when he suggests why don't we do this and i say no that's really not a good idea from a scientific standpoint he has never overruled me the travel was another recommendation when we went in and said we probably should be doing that and the answer was yes when i've made recommendations he's taken them and then another time was we should do it with europe and the answer was yes. He's never countered or overridden me. And the next time we should do it with the UK. And the answer was yes. I never, in the multiple times that I've done that, where I said, for scientific reasons, we really should do this, that he hasn't said, let's do it. The first and only time that Dr. Burks and I went in and formally made a recommendation to the president to actually have a, quote, shut down. The president listened to the recommendation and went to the mitigation. 
Guys, don't shoot the messenger, right? So if you're pissed at me right now, Dave, don't show those old things and nobody knew. And da, 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 da. How about the guy who's shown no contrition about any of it, who literally was still pushing Fauci on us during his reelection? Don't shoot me, right? I didn't make those videos. Donald Trump made those videos. So what do we do about this, right? If we're going to have a set of people, AOC on the left, who's going to lie about everything, Donald Trump, who's making it clear, he will lie about everything. He will lie about the freest state in the world and the guy who's leading the state, and he'll trash the place that he lives in, that his kids move to, and his grandchildren. He has no... There's no rules around him. That's the way he's going to do this. Okay, so uh, it is what it is, actually. And again, I might end up freaking voting for the guy. But what do we do? Well, there's a way that we don't have to uh, join him on this, this ride to hell. There is a way. And the way is supporting people that are doing a better job. And I'm very proud to say and happy to say that the Republican uh, side right now has a bunch of great people involved. You may not love all of these people on all of their positions, but obviously DeSantis, obviously Nikki Haley, obviously now Larry Elder, right? Like it's Vivek. These are, these are people who are, who are mature adults who are, are worthy of being on a stage together and they should have it out. But clearly the guy who's the gold standard right now is DeSantis. It just is. And that's why Orange Man is going crazy on him. Uh, here is uh, Governor DeSantis uh, calling out Trump. This is just in the last couple of days for being weak when it came to Fauci. And to me, leadership is having the courage to make difficult decisions in the teeth of opposition and criticism. A leader must have the confidence to stand all alone if need be. And so for us, as I got into office, COVID presented that situation for us because we were in a situation, the third largest state in the country, one of the highest percentage of elderly, economy based on tourism, which we needed travel to continue. So this situation was an existential threat to our state. But I made the judgment, leaders take the bull by the horns and make the decisions for themselves. They don't subcontract out their leadership to health bureaucrats like Dr. Fauci. Okay, clear, honest, good. Now you might watch that. And again, I'm really trying, guys. I hope you can see it. You might watch that and go, maybe DeSantis would have been bamboozled by those guys too. And that is absolutely true. But he learned in real time, real fast. And that's worth acknowledging. Trump seems to not have learned because he refuses to uh, look back at any of his statements and say, I screwed that thing up, right? DeSantis very quickly after doing lockdowns and the rest of it came around and started doing the right thing. Uh, DeSantis actually spent uh, the last couple of days, the weekend he was over in Utah. And obviously, you know, this Trump thing is heating up. So he uh, mentioned something, well, it's loosely on Trump and the culture war. Republicans need to shake the culture of losing that has developed in recent years. The time for excuses is over. We must get it done. If we as Republicans provide a fresh vision for American revival, then Republicans will win all across the country. Okay, it's clear and it's clean if we fight appropriately, if we don't let this culture war always encroach on us but we use power cleanly and clearly and effectively and, and when it should be used, we actually might do something. And you know what you can also do? When you lead clearly, you start surrounding yourself with people who are good and you don't get the petty back and forth and you don't get the leaks and you don't get the constant just chaos as opposed to 
How about just going to work, doing the people's business and going home, not giving them a show, not feeding the mainstream media with all of the nonsense and everything else. DeSantis talked about that too. We've been able to operate an administration that does not get consumed in, in petty controversy or drama or palace intrigue. Uh, we basically execute the mission day after day after day, and we're able to keep an awful lot of people on their toes in the process. And that's another thing about going in, particularly as an executive. I look around and sometimes Republicans will get into office and they're almost like potted plants. They don't want to do anything with the authority that they have. Okay, guys, I, I think you get the point. So now look, here we're getting to uh, an interesting place. Ron DeSantis has still not announced. I think he is getting close now to the window where he has to because this thing is heating up in such a crazy way. Trump was so overboard in that attack on Florida on Friday that he might be sort of pushing the, he's pushing the envelope with what DeSantis I think will put up with. That would be my guess on this thing. But DeSantis, he's obviously bouncing around. He was in South Carolina. He was in Utah. Uh, he is in Japan right now, right? So this picture from yesterday, uh, Governor Ron DeSantis and his wife Casey arrived for an audience with Japan's Prime Minister Fumio Kishida. Uh, also, there's a headline from Politico. Uh, Netanyahu says he will meet with DeSantis. Now, interestingly, you guys, this is, this is working out very fortuitously uh, for us because I get to Israel. I leave on Wednesday. I get in Thursday morning at 7 a.m. I am going to book it to Jerusalem where DeSantis is talking. Hopefully I can get a couple minutes with the governor. We will see and you know who knows what's gonna go on over there. Uh, but interesting things are happening. By the way, speaking of interesting things, I'm about to segue all together for just a moment, but we were just told literally in the last minute that Tucker Carlson is leaving Fox News. Now, Dan Bongino left Fox News last week. Now, Tucker apparently is leaving. Do we have any more info? I guess we'll we'll get some more info, uh, but it's a, it's a, I mean, this is game. There we go, Tucker Carlson out at Fox News. It seems difficult to believe, but Tucker Carlson is no longer with Fox News. The announcement was confirmed by the network this morning. I mean, this is massive, massive. You gotta understand guys, Tucker Carlson, is the number one rated host in the history of cable news, the absolute history of cable news. I have no idea where Tucker's going. I have no idea, but I do know that when Tucker walked into my house years ago for the first time, he said, and I quote, I'm gonna, I'm gonna drop an F-bomb for a second. He walks into my garage, sees my whole home operation, and he goes, holy fucking shit, you're living the dream. That's what Tucker said. So is he about to go independent? I have no idea. Uh, but this is this is absolutely huge. Obviously, we'll have more on that soon. Is this related to the to the lawsuit and you know everything else with Dominion and all that? I, I don't know. But actually, it's a perfect moment because I was about to segue to Tucker because Tucker, I think, has been showing us in some ways how to win by fighting the culture war appropriately, calling out the nonsense, not apologizing, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, and here's a video that we just found of Tucker talking about how you go ahead and lead with integrity and fight when you should fight. Noting what's super obvious, like those of us who are in our mid fifties are caught in the past in the way that we think about this. One side's like, no, no, you know, I've got this idea and we've got this idea and let's have a debate about our ideas. They don't want a debate. Those ideas won't produce outcomes that any rational person would want under any circumstances. Those are manifestations of some larger force acting upon us. 
It's just so obvious. It's completely obvious. And I think two things. One, we should say that and stop engaging in these totally fraudulent debates where we are using the terms that we used in 1991 when I started at Heritage as if maybe, you know, I could just win the debate if I marshaled more facts. I've tried that, doesn't work. And two, maybe we should all take just like 10 minutes a day to say a prayer about it. I'm serious, like why not? All right, so there's a bit of a winning model. I think it's something that I've been trying to model here to some degree too, right? You can't just say the right thing all the time and hope that that will proliferate around, right? If you're always losing the culture war, right? I think this is saying that conservatives, and again, when I say conservatives, I mean this broad coalition of people, just decent people who believe in reality. I think one of the things that we've done, <laughs> that should be the tagline, I should start a new party, decent people who believe in reality, the most controversial racist party in the history of the world. You can't just do it that way. You can't because they will just keep coming. You will, you will lay out facts and they will ignore those facts. They will live in their reality. They won't accept basic biology, all of those things. So what he's saying is you have to have sort of a holistic approach when it comes to going back on offense. Yeah, you have to have facts and you have to have reality. And, and I think, you know, often at the end there, when he says, talk about praying, it's like that there's a spiritual component of this. There is something that's within you that will make you stand up straight with your shoulders back that then will allow you to approach properly. If you're all banged up spiritually or otherwise, you're not going to be able to get out there and build anything. You'll be able to destroy a lot of things and paint your hair blue and burn down a, uh, you know, a federal building in Portland, but you won't actually be able to create anything. So what we have to do is deploy this model, the model that says, I've got the truth on my side, I've got facts on my side, but I know how to get it across. Again, what I try to do here with a little bit of comedy and a little bit of silliness is have everyone kind of understand these issues in a way that give, hopefully, really, it hope, hopefully I give you something that you can do something with, right? If I, if I don't, then I would say find something else to watch. But I think that that's kind of what we're doing here. And I, and I know it's working for me personally. So you deploy the model. You actually say, I will fight when, it, when I am supposed to fight. As you know, that is exactly what Governor DeSantis did here with Disney. Disney just announced a whole bunch of layoffs this morning. Uh, and this fight has just begun because they're gonna sue him now. He's gonna go back and forth, but I guarantee you, Disney will not win. What this proposed piece of legislation will do. Uh, if you remember when we first went down this road last spring, a lot of folks in the media were saying that, oh my gosh, Disney's actually gonna pay less taxes and Floridians are gonna pay more taxes. They were saying that. And I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. Well, this puts that to bed. And so those debts will be honored and those will be paid. Now, this is obviously now going to be controlled by the state of Florida, which is no longer self-governing for them. So there's a new sheriff in town and that's just the way it's going to be. Okay, one more time. I don't want to beat a dead horse. You must understand, guys, taking away special privileges because I still keep seeing this stuff uh, get pushed in mainstream media. Even this morning, right before we started the show, I, sh I saw a clip on Fox News uh, with Kat Timp, who I had on the show last week, who I like a lot, and Steve Hilton, who's a host on Fox, talking about how this was too much, you know, government overreach. This isn't friendly business tactics to go after Disney. 
but it's, it's just simply wrong. Taking away special privileges so everybody has the same even playing field, that's what capitalism is all about. That's what fair governance is all about, right? That's, that's what we're now doing here in Florida, and that's what Disney is upset by. So oddly, you have the leftists who are on the same side of some of the conservatives, right? We've shown you the videos of Mike Pence saying, ooh, DeSantis went too far by taking away special rights. Chris Christie, DeSantis went too far. Some these other Fox hosts, who I like, right? Like, Kat's a friend of mine. So I think there's some confusion about what good governance is. But interestingly, interestingly, guys, if you lead properly, occasionally some of it, the airlock of the mainstream media, which, which is going to lie about us relentlessly, eventually some of it actually gets through. It's wild when it does. Uh, CBS, CBS, which is mostly crap, at least their news division. I don't know what's going on on the entertainment division. I don't have cable anymore. Uh, they aired a segment about the parental rights movement that is proliferating throughout the country. Uh, they talked to my friends over at Moms for Liberty podcast, and it wasn't terrible. And I thought, okay, that's sort of interesting. Here's just a little bit. The book Gender Queer was in our school libraries. Had Moms for Liberty not brought that book to your attention, it might still be there. Launched in 2021, the group now claims 275 chapters in 45 states, with 115,000 members and counting. Never bet against a mom. I mean, nobody's going to defend anything like a mom is going to defend their child. Tiffany Justice and Tina Deskovich, both former Florida school board members, founded Moms for Liberty. We're joyful warriors. Joyful warriors. Their aim? To play hardball with a smile. We are organized, we are angry, and we know our rights. Enjoy the time you have left. We want people who are serving in elected office that respect the role of the parent in a child's life. So in 2022, our chapters endorsed in over 500 school board races across the country, and they won 275 seats. What kinds of books do you want in schools, in libraries? Books that educate children. That's a generalization that, that... Books that don't have pornography in them. Let's start there. Let's just put the bar really, really low. Books that don't have incest, pedophilia. You see what I'm showing you guys here? CBS, which has been unkind to say the least, and NBC and ABC and all of them, which have been really unkind to parental rights and education, the bills, the politicians that are pushing it forward, they lie about don't say gay and what, what's happening with the books and all of those things. Even now, they're like, oh, I guess we can't totally hide this. So they did like a, I don't know, basically a fairly decent piece for people on our side. And that is good, but it's only good. Well, no, it's good for many reasons, but it's only possible because more and more people are stepping up and fighting for the right thing. I've met those ladies. They're, they're fine ladies, actually, the Moms of Liberty. I've done a couple of things with them in some Florida Blueprint events, and hopefully I'll do some things in the future, and I've done their podcast and, and, and a bunch more. But the point here, guys, is that something positive comes when you tell the truth. It is true that something negative comes when you lie, but it is also true that something positive comes when you tell the truth. Jordan Peterson. If you tell the truth, you have no idea what's going to happen to you. It's like, I'm going to say what I think, and then what I'm going to assume, faith, I'm going to assume that whatever happens, if I am telling the truth, 
is the best thing that could happen because the truth brings about what is best. And even if it looks hard for me, because it might be, you know, because people take the easy way out often when they lie, even if it looks bad for me, that doesn't mean it's bad. It just means I don't see the whole picture. But one of the remarkable things about that, and this really is worth knowing, is that if you do that, you will have your adventure. Right? The, that's the Abrahamic adventure, the call from God that justifies your life because of the excitement of what you're doing. And the truth does that. And then if it's the truth, man, it's your adventure. Because what bloody adventure are you having if you tell someone else's story? It's not yours. And maybe if it's not yours, it's not good enough for you. And then you suffer and then you're bitter and then you're cruel and then you're resentful. Did we tie it to a show together for the people today? Did we tie it with a nice little red bow? Do a little something for people. You guys got it. You guys got it. Man, I have to say, I'm, I'm a little distracted by this Tucker thing. I mean, this is a massive shockwave throughout the culture, right? The culture, because Tucker became bigger than just a guy who is reporting the news or sharing his opinion in the evening. He became much bigger. So in a, in a show where I was trying to address just that, uh, he has now left Fox News. We will find out more about that. Uh, I will continue out there trying to tell the truth with my mafia shirt. I hope you guys will do the same. Uh, we've got a post-game show for you guys in uh, about a minute at rubenreport.locals.com if you want to help keep us independent, right? I have a feeling Tucker is going independent. I don't know anything on the inside, I swear. But my guess is he's going to follow the, the road that uh, I've been blazing for quite some time. Uh, my full interview with uh, Oscar winner and acting legend Richard Dreyfus is up right now. And it's, it's not about acting. It's not about Jaws or anything else. It's about politics and civility and, and uh, a whole bunch more. Really interesting guy. That's up across platforms. Uh, we got a great cold close from the Babylon Bee for you. And I'll see everybody on the other side in just a sec. I'm Farrah McRendelson. Will you be an angel for a helpless lib? Every day, innocent libs are ratioed, flamed, and even neglected. For just $8 a month, you can sponsor a liberal, providing them with a blue check, and more importantly, with hope. That's about the cost of one white chocolate low whip almond milk latte light froth, or one gallon of gas. Call now. Your donation will provide identity verification all the benefits of Twitter Blue, and a newfound sense of self-worth to a poor, needy lib. Plus, you'll receive a photo and regular updates from your sponsored lib. Everyone knows the only people worth listening to are blue checks. Don't let a lib become an absolute waste of a human being. Browse our database of needy libs today. Please act now, because due to inflation, $8 will soon be worth $4. And then you'll have to pay. $16. Right now, there's a lib who's in need, and you can help. Don't wait. Every minute, more libs fade into obscurity, and even though they are definitively rich enough to pay it for themselves, their liberal worldview dictates that you should be the one to shoulder the burden. It's the compassionate thing to do. I want it! I want it! Shh. <laughs>
Thanks for tuning in to The Rubin Report. You can watch the show live every weekday at 11 a.m. Eastern and 8 a.m. Pacific on Rumble, Locals, and YouTube. Don't forget to rate, review, share, and subscribe to this podcast. And you can join me for the post-game wrap-up every day after the show at rubinreport.locals.com.